and welcome back to episode 34 of Who's on Top. I'm your host, Ori, and I'm here to introduce some wacky analysts for some wacky sports of the week. Let's start off with, back from home, our John Hopkins fencing captain, Jeremy Giles. Hello, I am at your service. And uh, pretty disappointed after texting thousands of voters over this weekend, we have the Democratic supporter, Daniel Fox. Yeah, I don't like to get political unless it's about Tom Brady. PG. And his roommate, Ellis Gordon. What's up, guys? And throwing up some hucks in Syracuse, we got the Frisboro, Jacob Kazdan. What's up, guys? Nice to be back. Just watching some nice Tuesday night football. Jacob, start us off uh, with your week. You have some TikTok lights going on in the background. What's going on? <laughs> I know, just chilling by myself in the room with the boys on the podcast, watching football. Just played some Madden with one of my friends who's a Bills fan. And uh, yeah, I've had a pretty good week, pretty easy so far. No midterms, actually, just a couple of tests. But uh, it's been a good week. How about you, Jeremy? Uh, it's been a pretty good week. I went to the city one day earlier this week. I got some boba tea, which I'm a big fan. Highly recommend. Um, a lot of tests, a lot of studying this week. You know, not that much sleep. But you know what? We love the vibe. The house is going great. And we are living. Five slam with Jeremy. How are things going without the namesake? Yeah, well, uh, Ellis went on a little simp trip from Friday to Sunday afternoon. I won't, be, I won't uh, lie, I didn't miss him. Uh, me and Jeremy played a lot of Madden, uh, had some good food, good talks. Um, things are a little contentious, talking about dishes, talking about sweeping. Um, but overall, things are good. Uh, we're having fun, getting ready for surgery, riding my Peloton. Uh, yeah, so things are good. Uh, yeah, so my week has been pretty good. I honestly, nothing that of note. I did go on a sim trip. Oh, sim trip. Wow. Sim trip. Starting off this day, fine. Um, yeah, other than that, last week I had a lot of tests and quizzes. This week has been pretty light. Got FIFA 21, so been on that grind. I'm, that's actually kind of sad. But anyway, yeah, that's my week. <laughs> All right. As your host, since no one cares about me, I'll tell you a bit about my... About I care about you! Wait, actually, I'll oh, tell one thing. I got, beat, I got beat 14 to 1 by some legendary dude online in FIFA. Yeah. You got... Be what was this? Yeah, it was by some guy who had like 99 Mbappe. He clearly was like a grinder. I don't know why I got matched up against him. It was very sad. No, no, no. It's still embarrassing, though. Oh, it totally is. Trust me, I know. It was very sad. That's more than a goal a minute, the goal every 10 minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, it was very sad. Well, anyway, here we're starting off on a Tuesday night. So naturally, it's Bachelorette night. So I just came back from watching that. That was pretty interesting after a mock trial workshop where I got my butt whooped by some pre laundered. So. Nice. Let's move on to the NBA Finals. We watched it here. I'm sure you guys all watched it there. It was nice seeing LeBron get his, what, fourth ring fourth, at this yep. point? I saw, I saw a funny tweet that um, LeBron and Ronaldo both won, like, respective championships with three different teams. And then you know who won with four different teams, Ellis? Who, who won? Benjamin Mendy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought that was a funny tweet. Um, our soccer jokes will get that. But what do you guys think of the NBA Finals? Uh, Ellis, you can start us off. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to see LeBron get his ring. Obviously, I know what Dan's got to bring up, and it, it's fair point. It's um, it's the fact that it wasn't very watchable finals. I agree with that, but as for narrative of LeBron's career, good. Good for Anthony Davis' career. And the Heat didn't get their happy ending, but they'll be back. You saw Jimmy Butler posted an Instagram clip of him at like 4 a.m. in the gym. So they're going to they're get there soon. Wouldn't worry too much about them. Overall, NBA bubble, the finals, not a success in terms of viewers, but, you know, good for narrative. And overall, the bubble was really, really good. And, yeah, so 
congrats to Adam Silver. Congrats to that NBA. Good tournament or good good season. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the most interesting part of the NBA season, which is the off season and what kind of acquisitions are going to be made. Um, I saw something that said the Heat are going to be a top target for uh, many top free agents. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of big stories going into the offseason. Uh, but again, everyone's looking up at the King. Jeremy, what do you have to say for us? I think I where I kind of want to chip in and kind of talk a little bit is where this kind of decides in the MJ to LeBron debate. Because while I still do think MJ is number one, this certainly moves LeBron closer. And I, the one thing I will say is that I don't think LeBron in terms of pure talent and ability is necessarily as strong as MJ. With that said, I do think this makes LeBron – I don't know one thing I was hearing about Coward the other day is that I think it's true that it makes him probably the best foundational piece. Or, like, he's, like, the best person to build a team around of all time. Yeah, I completely agree right? with you. Because like, you could pick any, like, very good player – it with LeBron and have a championship team. It doesn't matter what position the player is, how they play, what their style is, LeBron's capable of taking that to a championship. Yeah, I actually totally agree with Jeremy as in I actually ironically think that LeBron James on a one-on-one would be Jordan. I think he's the better player. I think he's the better team to build a foundation on. But Jordan's the GOAT simply because of, in my opinion, at least simply because of legacy. And the legacy he had was just greater than LeBron. Jordan's legacy, I don't think will ever be taken maybe by any NBA player ever. LeBron is definitely second to none because of his talent. And he also, of course, had an amazing legacy himself. Also, to be fair to LeBron, LeBron didn't have ne- never had the support that MJ had. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the finals. I think we all it, we all expected it to end this way with the Heat with the Heat losing, the Lakers winning. But uh, personally, I think I already thought LeBron was the goat. I think this makes him for people that weren't the goat people that didn't think he was either much closer or above MJ. But like, like everyone talks about, there's no really right or wrong here. So definitely. Well, I just want to quickly shout out Jimmy Butler playing. What was it? 47 minutes. Oh, he was 47 minutes. He turned up 47 minutes. He gave it everything he had in a series that was, you know, pretty much lost, you know, down three. Give him his, give him his respect. So I'm going to give him his respect. Hall of Fame. Jimmy, the dog, but Jimmy, the dog, he, not just a dog, a dog. Yeah. D A W. Gee, yeah. Well, speaking oh. about Hall of Fame, I think we have to put into consideration our finals MVP, Alex Caruso. Um, <laughs> he really he came through with that award. He won everything. He led the finals in scoring, rebounds, assists, steals, and field goal percentage, all shooting from uh, 85% from three-point range. So congrats, Alex Caruso. You might be, uh, uh, vote into our Hall of Fame later this week. Let's, uh, let's have our first ad come up. If I was to say name a streaming device, most of our listeners would probably say Hulu or Netflix or maybe Peacock. And that's fair. Those are the only ones that matter. But let me tell you about Roku. Roku makes you go back to the main menu to change the channel, (laughs) makes you sign into every new channel you get, and frequently decides not to connect to the Wi-Fi. What a treat. Nothing says NFL Sunday like signing into David Giles' Verizon account 50 times. (laughs) So why am I shouting out this dumpster fire? Two words. Customer service. I tweeted, I tweeted directly at them multiple times. And at the fourth time, they responded, giving me advice to check their website and contact them with any issues. I unplugged the TV. Miraculously, it worked. The TV wasn't good, but it was back to its usual level of bad. I thank them for their support and asked them if they would be interested in our sponsor. They said to contact them. Maybe for Netflix or Hulu, I'd do that. But Roku, buddy, your head's a little too big if you think people are going to reach out to you. 
So I'm giving you free airtime to about the same amount of listeners as people who have Roku on purpose. <laughs> Once you start performing at the level of what, little Roku, maybe we'll reach out. Pick it up and add numbers to your remote. This has been an ad. And that has been an ad from Daniel Fox. Let's move on to NFL poetry, which seems to be our most popular segment. As all analytics say, we'll start off with some chill music. And now, Jeremy with the AFC East. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start with AFC East. Josh Allen, tied into COVID, stopping his rise, watching Al's surprise, funnier than Jimmy Fallon, unlike the Jets, because like the election, their season is being mailed in. Thank you. Oh, very nice. Snap, snap, snaps all around. Jacob, hit us with the AFC North. The Steelers' D is firing. Lamar Jackson is inspiring. The Browns are not dog <laughs> The Bengals essentially belong in a <laughs> pit. <laughs> was, was the, the F-bomb part of the poem? Or was that just added? Out? Oh, no, I wrote that. <laughs> he's, a real, he's a real poet. Snaps all around. All right, um, let's go to the AFC South with Daniel Fox. The Texans finally got their first win with Bill O'Brien thrown in the trash bin. Brandon Cooks is still elite. David Johnson said, feed me, I'll eat. The Jaguars' defense may be historically bad. Gardner Minshew would make a cool dad. Phillip Rivers threw a couple picks. The Browns' offense has a good mix. Josh Allen takes his bills to Tennessee. If they win, it's over for me. Very good. He came out firing today. Okay. And okay. Ellis, please take it on with the NFC West. NFC West, NFC West. All right. <sighs> Russell Wilson and the Seahawks started off slow. Until DK Metcalf said, let me end this game, and he stole the show. Now, Goff and Kyler stole an easy W from the poor. <clears throat> Jets, Washington. And Fitzmagic let the NFL know that this great 49ers team is no more. Very nice. Put a little mic drop in then. Jeremy, I want you to take the NFC East now. Okay, let's do this. Dak, rest in peace. How are the Eagles with Wentz somehow looking like the least? Alex Smith, story of a beast. Giants, <laughs> Jacob's fury rising faster than yeast. Whoa, why was that really good? <laughs> why was that really, really good? That was so fire. All right, follow it up, Ellis, with the AFC West. Okay, AFC West. Justin Herbert is the real deal. Too bad the Chargers haven't won a close game in over a thousand years. Gruden and Reed put their football intellect to the test. Henry Ruggs told the Chiefs DBs, I'm the best. So Derek Carr also came to play, and the Raiders thus get the upset of the day. You made fun Very of me nice. for rhyming bazooka and looza, and you rhymed deal and year. Yeah, not like that's worth it. All right, Daniel, I'm going to throw in some offset in with this one. So go ahead, take the uh, NFC oh, South. You're taking my offset? Come on now. Drew Brees decided to turn back the clock. Clock, making, clock. Making the Chargers' defense gawk. Yup. Saints came back from 20 to 3. Um, Alvin Kamara for MVP. MVP. The Bucks' O line was pretty trash. Trash. A 14 0 lead disappeared in a flash. Who's that? Brady thought he had another down. Ellis was so happy. What a pathetic clown. The Panthers are now tied for first. Robbie Anderson has rediscovered his burst. 
Robert Dawkins said to Dan Quinn, goodbye. Tony to three will always be his battle cry. Wow, very yeah, impressive. That very was good. Impressive. All right, now I'm going to attempt to take the NFC North. I, unlike my analysts, have not prepared anything, so we'll, let's see. Um, the Bears finally won. That was a lot of fun. The Vikings lost to Russell Wilson. He had to drop dimes into what DK was kissing. Mm. Lions are on a bye, so I don't get to cry. Hey. It's true. The NFC North is filled with deception. Oh. Like Aaron Rodgers not throwing an interception. Uh, Everyone got any thoughts? I mean, Brandon Cook's going off. That was kind of unexpected. Um, Daniel already kind of mentioned that, though. It, it, I don't know. It's been a really interesting week this week in terms of who did well. Uh, Titans are right now killing the Bills, which is looking better for Daniel than for Ellis. Kind of disappointed to see the Bucks lose. Uh, I am. I was very disappointed. If you look on ESPN's power rankings, the Jets are ranked number 32, and it says the Jets are not good at anything, period. And that's the entire power rankings. Oh, wait. Actually, wait. I mean, let's have you know, take on wait. Wait. Bell, because this is just breaking news just in. No, no, no. no. Let me, 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 let me talk about Bell. Okay. I want to talk about Bell. So this is this is like a personal message to you, Jet fans. All the t- all two of you out there. I know you follow us, and I know you're crying right now because of Bell. And I just want to say, it will be okay. You know, you don't always have to live in New York for your whole life. Mobility is increasing as time goes on. This year, we released. We didn't trade Le'Veon Bell, which would have made sense because he's an aging running back. And there's not much we can do with him, given how bad we are. We released him for nothing. But, you know, we can move. We don't, we don't have to be Jets fans. We choose to be. Do you know why? Do you know why we choose to be Jets fans? No suffering. Because we believe. Unicorns are – we don't know unicorns aren't real. Just because someone hasn't seen it happen before doesn't mean it can't. But you know what? Porzingis is a unicorn. The that's, Jets, adi- that's ad ignorantium, Jeremy. Come on, you know better than that. But you know what the Jets have done? They have had a unicorn. The Jets won a Super Bowl. Back in Super Bowl three, we won. We were the third person ever to win a Super Bowl. You know, and we can revel in that for another fifty years. And then, you know, you know what? And you know who will save us? Come here, come here, come on. Hold on, hold on. Breaking news: Just in, Le'Veon Bell tweets, "Got a lot to prove. I'm ready to go." You interrupted my Jet fan therapy Jeremy, session. Go. Jeremy Fisher. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. We're getting him. You know what? We're no, the we are. We're getting him. Oh, it's a suck off. We're coming for him. Breaking news. Breaking news. I'm trash. You're trash. I'm Breaking news. New York sucks at everything. <laughs> so does Detroit. Jets, Jets, it's That's okay. A low blow. And if we and if we don't get Trevor Lawrence, we can get Justin Fields. We're gonna get through this. You know, just give us give us five years, you know? Well, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. I'll give you I'll give you an extra poem. He'll be no more. He'll walked out the door. But you know what? It's time to go to the store. We're shopping for a new team. I'm convert no, I don't I didn't have a finish. I'm sorry. I- well, Jeremy, thank you so much for that rant. Um, we're going to be moving from sad to sadder with obituaries for the week for the NFL. Dalvin Cook will no longer be cooking because there was an accident in his kitchen involving his groin that did not end well. 
Chandler Jones was trying to do concentration curls and hurt his biceps. I mean, he was trying to be like me. Uh, I don't blame him. Kyle Allen hurt his shoulder, jerking off to Alex Smith. So that's that. Sammy Watkins is now no longer kosher because he tore his hammy. Kakaris McKinley also hurt his groin. Also hurt his groin trying to pronounce his own name. David DeCastro, not related to Fidel Castro at all, has had his abdomen shot by the CIA. (laughs) They they thought there'd be some connection. They're making up for the 653 assassination attempts. Deontay Johnson, the speedster, wasn't he on this list last week too? He hurt his back. (laughs) He had a a concussion last week. And now he hurt his back this week? (laughs) Damn. He must have the Benari genes in him. AJ Green hurt his hammy. Congratulations, man. You're now Jewish. No longer with need to worry about the pork. Um, Lorenzo Carter with a ruptured Achilles. He tried going into the movie Troy, but unfortunately his audition was cast wrong. DJ Reader hurt his quad trying to look how to DJ. Wait, his name's DJ Reader. <laughs> it's not Sorry. that funny. It's, it's been a really long day, but like, what does a DJ do? Well, he doesn't read. Whatever. He hurt his quad. All right. Uh, we also have a special edition of the injury report with Ellis Gordon. Ellis. Please take us to some breaking news. We're reporting on the field with the Cowboys. What has just happened? Dak Prescott. Um, well, I'm listening to CBS, and it's a cramp. Oh, wait, never mind. I saw the highlight. It's an ankle, but in all seriousness, Tony Romo, that is not a cramp, but in all seriousness, um, we hope Dak gets better really soon. Awful, awful injury. What a really we hope all time. these players get better really of soon, course. too. It's just we're just pointing out Dak because of the nature and the, like, the camera caught his injury so clear and it was so grotesque. So, like, I feel really, you know, it's it's really, really awful. T's and P's go out to him and his family. T's and P's, baby! But, um, but no, but actually, like, what a great guy for mental health for the NFL. We hope yeah, he comes great. back. So good. Let's go to a small advertising break starring Ellis Gordon. All right. So, when you're down, me and Dan both know this. We've done this before. Uh-oh. So, we, we, when you're down, right, and you just want to sing. Dan talked about Shakira last time. I heard him blasting it working out. But I got a new one. It's from. A, it's a Disney princess. It's tough, right, Dan? Moana! Moana. Hey, hey, Moana. I, knew you, I knew what you were going to say. Love I, Moana. I listen to Moana when I run. Me and Dan listen to it when we make dinner sometimes. Yeah. Twice, actually. But, dishes, um, dishes. Dishes. Perfect Moana. Moana slaps for all occasions, but mostly happy ones. Listen to Moana today. What can I say except you're welcome? Yeah, you'll, you'll be left saying, what can I say except you're welcome to me. Um, I know we haven't heard it yet, but can I just get Daniel giving him the best Mufasa impression he can? I think it's worth having on every podcast. Yeah, let's see. Well, a quick update. It's, it's especially throw it to Josh Allen. Two terrible picks today. A terrible, terrible loss. Is it two picks? Yeah. I think Josh Allen woke up today and he got – there's a little voice in his head. And that voice said, remember who you are. And Josh Allen went out there. And he pooped the bed. <laughs> he remembered who he was. Now all right, all right, all right. I think um, I think this is a good time to move on to.
to a little bit of a lull in our podcast, so let's talk about baseball. Jacob, Yankees rant now. Aaron Boone, he should not be back next season, even though he already will be. And Daniel Fox, I know you say, oh, you can't blame Aaron Boone. But at some point, with that much talent on your roster, you can blame Aaron Boone. Game two, blame Aaron Boone. Game three, blame Aaron Boone. What about the umps? Yes, Wait, yes, the offense. The umps, bro. Those are blind. The robots in there. That there's going to be a new uh, hashtag Wait, trending. Before there's going to be a new hashtag trending on our uh, Instagram, Twitter, whatnot. It's going to be B A B. Wait, no, it's F A B, right? F F A B. Can we all get behind that? No, yeah. no. Wait, wait. No. Can I say something? Jacob's saying up for online. The only thing I, I have to point out some hypocrisy, but Jacob, Jacob's asking for automated strike zones when um. In our own podcast, episode 13. Cook them! Look, that was 21 episodes ago. 21 episodes ago. 21 episodes ago. Well, you admit you were wrong. Yeah, you... Tell me something. What did you support last week? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me give you an actual analysis of the game. Aaron Boone has done a great job with this Yankees team. With all the injuries... hasn't. Shut your stupid Red Sox cheating racist ass up. Why... Why racist? Because Red Sox team. fans are racist. I'm defending your team. I don't want you to defend my team. You can't look objectively at the facts. The facts that the Yankees are so dependent on the home run that they can't find. Okay, any look at the Rays. Rays. Look at the Rays. Seventy-nine percent of the runs in the postseason have been off the home run. I mean, there wasn't a huge difference in the Rays at bat and the Yankees at bat. The Rays grind out bats. Ten, that ten pitch at bat by Brousseau hitting the home run. They just relentless pressure on the. You talk about putting pressure on the defense. The Yankees put no pressure on the defense. There are three true outcome teams. And on top of that, if they had the pitching, maybe they could survive with a couple long balls a game. But they don't have the pitching. Yes. The yeah, pitching and Boone managed terrible games. No. Yes. What if there's no good do, you, do, you think no good Hap, do you think Jay Hap should have come in the second inning? No, I was about to say that. But there's no good option there because Masahiro Tanaka no need to take did Debbie not Garcia show up out. Masahiro Tanaka did not show up in game three. And Debbie Garcia did not prove himself in the – is not ready – In one inning? Postseason game. No, he did not – he is not ready to start a postseason game. That is a fact. That is a fact. Actually, no, that's opinion. But it's basically a fact. So, let's summarize with the Yankees. Not enough pitching. No right-handed relievers. So dependent on Britton and Chapman. I don't know who they're – Correct. This is true. That's true. Their bullpen was not good this year. They're a team with holes. This is not a perfect team. And they, now they have LeMahieu being a free agent. Now they have Paxton being a free agent. Tanaka. Tanaka's a free agent too. So the Yankees have some decisions to make. They have some tough decisions. They can't – it's not enough just for them to bring back the same team. They need to – No, they need to go out. They need, they need to go out. They need to get those relief and pitchers. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. Get some balance because Brett Gardner, you know, he was someone – LeMahieu and Gardner are their – last year were their two guys who put the ball in play and added some – like another element to their offense. There was none of that this year. And Gio Oshawa. So now LeMahieu's gone and Gardner's washed up. So where do they Gardner go from was, here? I wouldn't say they relied on Gardner to put the ball in play. Yeah, they, last year, 2019. Okay, 2019. Yeah, 2019, 2019 they did. Yeah. Now you have a question with Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres. This is a mess. This is a mess. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of questions for the Yankees right now. But like Potential they, 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 they have all the assets to be very, very good. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Um, 
for the yeah yeah i think that's it uh nfl's gotta get their crap together because they've had a lot of coronavirus outbreaks but you've seen the news we don't need to go into that they just need to, especially the <clears throat> titans good game for them today but they need to get their health crap together i think we're ready to move on predictions or right. healthy crap yeah, let's get let's get some predictions. Move into another ad a little bit after. Hey, hold on. One one thing that I think is really funny though, Daniel, on Trevor Bauer on Twitter, like calling out every team. I don't think that's very funny. Oh, what did he funny. do? What did he do? He's like he's that? he's like adding every team and like saying like, oh, this team needs pitching. What should like should I come there? Like to I, don't know. I, find every I, team. I find that got old real quick. All right, this is gonna be a quick quick round of predictions. It's really really close right now i don't think there's pretty much anything really separating our analysts um except for like one or two games at the most so this is going to be the last round and next week a punishment will be incurred if someone loses which someone will be losing jeremy i want you to start us off with braves and dodgers who you see winning this from the beginning of you know what yes i know i know the line jeremy I was just going to say, so many of my Philip Hugmates have been inconsistent. They flip-flopped. I have not. I have supported the Dodgers since day one of the Eve going Dodgers. Dodgers, it is. Faisalama, Jeremy, please take it away. Jeremy, is Jeremy's pick locked in? My pick is locked yeah. in. Okay, well, the yeah. Braves are about They're to down go down 2-0. They're about to go to up 2-0 on the Dodgers. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you didn't know that. Um, they want a day off uh, to recuperate with Clayton Kershaw getting scratched with the back injury. I just think the Dodgers got punched in the mouth, and we've seen time and time again that when they get punched in the mouth, they don't fight back. Give me the Braves. I, again, I want to say Dodgers. I really do. But this Dodgers team just for the last five years, despite being the best team, has shown no resilience. And that that's like really – that's really like – I don't know. It's an important quality to have. And down to oh, I just don't see the Dodgers team coming back. Like I, I it, it's just no. They need to show some resilience, and they haven't. And so I'm going Braves. They will. Don't worry. Oh. Uh, yeah, as uh, as Daniel and Ellis have both said, the uh, Braves are not not yet up to oh, but by the time we're done recording, they will most likely be up to oh. The Dodgers, similar to the Yankees, had very very high hopes for this season, and I think it's going to fall short right here. All right, we ready to move on to Rays and Astros? Yes. Yep. I know uh, the fan favorite here are the Rays, so let's hear uh, from Jacob. Jacob, what do you think? Rays are winning this? Yeah, the Astros. Jacob, who do you like less, the Rays or the Astros? Who do I like? Who do I hate more, the Astros? I think, Jacob, what you'd like to do is just nuke the stadium that they're playing in right now. <laughs> yeah. Both teams aren't ready to play. Give it to the Yankees. <laughs> All right, Foxy, who are you seeing winning this one? Yeah, well, this is where I have to make a calculated decision because I feel like the Astros can win it. And if they win with Granky on the mound tonight, uh, they'll be right back in it. But, like, the Ra- it's two against four. The Rays just need two more wins, even though I don't love their hitting. So, as much as it pains my soul, I think the Rays are going to go to the World Series. Yeah, I, I got to say Rays. They've shown time and time again they can fight with the big dogs. It's, a- it's unfortunate that they're going to go to the World Series and nobody cares because they have no fans. But – Good point. But they're uh, first of all, I hate the Astros. I, I can never pick against them. I have the same hatred, hatred that Jacob does for them. I respect the Rays and what they've done against the Yankees, against teams this year. Two against four, simple math. Rays, scrappy, really good, frisky as Daniel said. Frisky, and they're going to the World Series. Rays, frisky. Jeremy, the poor Rays. You guys, you rake them through them by the entire season. You doubt them. You hate on them, and now you choose the Rays. I'm ashamed of y'all. I mean, I'm picking the Rays, too. I haven't hated them as much as you guys have, but 
the the Rays. Just how funny would it be after everything I said? The Rays win the World Series. I'm going the Rays, and I want them to go all the way. All right, moving on to football. Yeah, yes, sir. Let's start with Chiefs Bills. Um, Bills took a tough loss this week, uh, or it's still happening, but it Did looks like they're going to take a lot a tough loss this week. And so did the Chiefs, actually. So two good teams looking to rebound. Jeremy, your Mahomie, what's going on here? My Mahomie. That's exactly what's going on. You just said it yourself. I mean, no. When I Honestly, when I think about this, I don't think this game is really decided. But I just – Josh Allen is very good, the Blade Runner. But I think he's still a very young quarterback. He's had an insane start. But before this year, we've seen relatively inconsistent play from him. So quite simply, I just took Patrick Mahomes. This is first loss and like I think they said since November last year. So in almost a year, I simply just trust him. I trust Andy Reid, who is also an incredible coach, both now and before Patrick Mahomes. They have a solid defense. Their offense is obviously unstoppable. And while I certainly think it's streaky, I think this would be a wake up call for them after a few close games and something that honestly I don't see it being close this week. Yeah, both teams got punched in the mouth this week. Chiefs uh, Chiefs lost to the Raiders. They got exposed. Same with the Bills. Josh Allen having an okay game. Nothing to his – or, sorry, the Blade Runner. He became Josh Allen this game. Just okay. Nothing compared to the Blade Runner's previous amazing standard set in four games. Listen, the Chiefs don't have that good of a defense that is exposed. The Bills can win this game. The reason why I'm not picking Josh Allen and the Bills and the Blade Runner and the Bills is because of one simple fact. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' resilience. They've won a Super Bowl. They've been, they, they've been through ups and downs before. I think they handle it. I think the Bills will be just fine. I'm not concerned about them, but the Chiefs are the best team in the league. I think they handle it better. I can totally see the Bills winning, but I have the Chiefs here. They have a good defense. Josh Allen, I think it would be a really, really high-scoring game, and the Chiefs just outflame the Bills. All right, I'll give you some actual analysis here besides just, oh, Josh Allen's bad, because I think that's what you're expecting from me that the Chiefs now have to go from a Tuesday night. Is this game on Monday? Tuesday to Monday, yeah, six days. Oh, so Bills, six days. Bills not Chiefs. Bills. Bills. Oh, yeah, the Bills have to go on six days rest. That's still a short week, not as short as I was thinking. But after going, getting your face pounded in by a physical football team to come around in six days, um, I think that's going to be really tough. And this isn't just any offense. It is Patrick Mahomes. So I think the Bills will be able to put up some points, but a couple of Josh Allen turnovers. Uh, I got the Chiefs in a let me give it a 38-27 win. Yeah, I, I expect that. I don't think Josh Allen has many turnovers as you think. I just think he'll be out. He'll just be outfired, manpowered by Patrick Mahomes, which is more than respectable. Go on, Jacob. Yeah, as as all you guys have said, I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but uh, I do think the Chiefs will pull ahead. As as Fox Daniel said, uh, Bills playing on short rest. Mahomes usually shines in prime time, and it's a Monday five o'clock game. Prime time, whatever, not prime time. The Chiefs have so many weapons. And the uh, Bills right now are missing their cornerbacks, so that could prove to be a rough loss for them. And uh, they just got hammered by the Titans. So, uh, yeah, we'll I think the Chiefs will win this yeah. game. We'll, we'll see how they handle adversity, well, the Bills. Yeah. Daniel, start us off. Brown Steelers. Steelers pass rush will get after Baker Mayfield and get the win. Yeah, despite letting up a 74-yard run to Miles Sanders – the Steelers' defense is elite. I think Steelers' offense is highly underrated, even though Steelers have a history with Mike Tomlin of playing down to the competition. They stuff, they make Mayfield throw, which he can't always do without a run game. They, their offense is much better than people think. They expose this Browns' weak secondary, and they get an easy dub. 
Um, yeah, I, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, you got it. You got it. I'll go after. Okay. Uh, yeah. Even though in my poem I said the Browns are not dog shit, the Steelers are better, so the Steelers are going to win. The Steelers' opponents have been bad this year, but they have a combined record of 3-15. and 15. I just think the Browns have been more tested and have done pretty much as well. So I'm going with the Browns. One more pretty fun matchup. Packers going against the Bucks. I know Daniel uh, feels very strongly about both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, kind of two sides of very different coins. So, Daniel, take it away. I mean, would I really be Daniel Brenner Fox if I picked Aaron Rodgers in this game? I would be against all my, you know, instincts and values and morals. If Bruce Arians gets his head out of his ass and, you know, coaches a football team, you know, instead of just letting them run around there and personal fouls and stupid holds and false starts, then they'll win. Then they'll win. But it's, it's on Bruce Arians because Tom Brady's going to show up. Will Tom Brady show up? We shall see. Um, the Packers are just a better team at this point than the, and then the Buccaneers. Better quarterback, better eh, better defense, similar defenses, better um, the rest of the offense. The Packers have been hotter than the, than the Buccaneers, who have, in fairness, have been undisciplined. But I also think – I think they'll be a good team. I just think the Packers are a great team. I think for me, essentially, the Bucks just haven't been that as good as expected under Bruce Arians, and the Packers are amazing. And honestly, Brady's kind of old. So I'm going with the Packers. Yeah, Packers coming off of bye weeks. So they're going to have some extra rest and some extra practice time. Devontae Adams should most likely be healthy. But uh, I think it's going to be a good game, one of the highest scoring games of the week. But I think the Packers win this game. Last one, Cardinals at Cowboys. One is Dakless. So let's hear it. Jeremy, you start us off. Um, I think I'd have to go with the Cardinals. I think the Cowboys were being carried by superpowered offense, had their very bad defense. And I just I don't think their offense will be bad under Andy Dalton because it's so stacked otherwise, but it's not gonna be what it was under Dak. Ellis, you wanna take it over? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my thinking here. Uh, I think I feel like the Cowboys could win, but I'm looking at the numbers. I'm one back of Jeremy, and I'm pretty p- confident about my Braves pick when he picked the Dodgers and my Steelers pick when he picks the Browns, so that gives me room for error in the Bucks packers game, so I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to pick the Cardinals. Kyler Murray can get it done. Wait, Fox, whoa. am I ahead by how many? You're ahead by, by, you're, you're, you're ahead by either two or three on Fox. Two. Uh, Fox, is, Fox is top? Fox is bottom. second? Fox is bottom. Fox is last. What am I, who's first? You. you, you're first by one or two. Me and Jeremy are behind uh, okay. by, one, by one or two, and Fox is behind us by one. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, anyway. See, this is a hard decision for me because I, I kind of want to pick the Cowboys because looking at me and Jacob. How about them Cowboys? Me and, I'm not, wait, give me a second. Me and Jacob have kind of picked the same, and I know that means I can't win this week. Well, no, I can't win this week no matter what because Jacob will always be higher than me. But I see Fox breathing down my neck, and I don't want to lose either. <laughs> I don't want to be a simp and take the safe play, but I mean, sometimes you gotta fight for the not loss and take second. But beta, especially because if Jacob wins, there's still only one two-time champ, of course. And so I see. I want to pick the Cowboys, but their defense sucks so bad, and Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are just so good that I'm gonna have to pick the Cardinals. As Ori said, the Cowboys are Dakless. The Cardinals are Kyler Murray. E. And King and Drake has sucked, but uh, Hopkins has been great, and uh, their defense has been pretty average, so they'll win this game. 
Can, no, first off, can I say something? Cardinals defense has not been average. They've sucked booty. Kenyon Drake's looked awful. I will say, though, in defense of the Cowboys, even though I'm not picking them, I think their offense will be almost as good with Dak Prescott. All right. This is an ad. Do you ever find yourself being weak? Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and think, damn, I'm Ellis Gordon? I knew or you were going to say yourself, that. Look at yourself. Such in cap. Bills, Such in, cap. In a Bills uniform. Fight if it wasn't true. And realize well, you're not. This is my ad. Sorry. I did defend my honor. You know, Dan was the only one that got the Titans pick right. Yeah, that's why he. That's uh, all right. No bias. Or you go. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and think, wow, why am I in a Bills uniform and I'm not the Blade Runner? I'm just Josh Allen again. This is probably because you forgot to take your pregame protein soup. Yes, this is a new innovation come, come to you from the Benari household. It involves water, protein powder, peanut butter if possible, and a lot, a lot of cereal. This is important. Preferably Raisin Bran Cheerios will also do it is very important that you first put in the peanut butter, then you put in the cereal, then you put in the protein powder, and only then do you add the water. This combination, scientifically, by Stanford, Princeton, and Harvard medical studies, has been proven to be the ultimate panacea for any kind of weakness. I repeat, any kind of protein powder, water, cereal, and some peanut butter. This will make you strong, make you look like Daniel Fox, not like Ellis Gordon. And this is very important. Um, and yeah, if it, it, it's kind of like the difference between Man United and Man City, Man United has not Who's taken their protein soup, Man City has taken their protein soup. Actually, you're right, you're right. This is like Man United, Man City. I am Man United throughout history, and Fox is Man City throughout history. I'll take that. After that lovely advertisement by yours truly, we're going to move on to the wacky sport of the week with Ellis Gordon. All right, so the wacky sport of the week this week is a bit of a one that we've kind of like lost over, even though it's actually a really kind of mainstream sport, even though it's mad wacky. Um, everyone's here has read the Harry Potter series, hopefully. Otherwise, Jacob, don't read. everyone here, including Jacob, hopefully has read the Harry Potter series. Shout out to our Harry Potter fans. Great book, as everyone knows. Shout out to our Harry Potter fans, but not J.K. Rowling. We do not associate oh, oh, with yeah, no, no, no. We don't stand. We don't stand. We don't stand her views. But we stand we the books. We do not stand, stand the books. We don't stand her views. So that, that definitely needs to be made clear. Anyway. But out of her books has come a pretty cool, wacky sport called Quidditch. And this can be seen on pretty much all college campuses. It's competitive all around the world. I'm not going to even explain the rules because you should read Harry Potter to learn the rules because the rules are pretty much like that. Harry Potter is a good book, an amazing book, earned billions of copies, and uh, earned, has bought, been bought by billions of people. And, you know, it's pretty much just Quidditch in the book, except for you don't fly, you run around and on, on fake little brooms. I've heard it's actually a very fun sport, and the ball instead of the little balls, like volleyball, like like those bouncy balls you see at Target. So it's a pretty easy game to play overall, and it's a lot of fun. And highly recommend you playing it. I've actually seen it seen it like being advertised for Rutgers, and I might hop in in one or two games. We'll see. And yeah, so it started in Middlebury College as they they created a game in in, in Vermont, and it's involved pretty much. They have tournaments all around the world, mainly on colleges and. Check it out in your college near you. So maybe a little mainstream, but definitely wacky. All right, let's end up this show. What a great week it has been in sports, and what a great podcast we have had. As always, subscribe to the podcast at Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts other than some weird platforms. Subscribe, 
all over there. Listen to our episodes, our late old episodes, our newest episodes. We have our new website up now at www.whoisontop.net. Check it out there to also just find easy links to contact us through email to get easy ways to also listen to the episode, to learn more about us and Ori, the host and our the analysts, to learn more about the episodes, how it's made. Check it out there at www.whoisontop.net. Link will also be in the description. Also, check out our Instagram at what.podcast. That's all lowercase. And our Twitter at what.podcast. That's capital W. And then the rest is lowercase. Daniel runs our Twitter. He's doing follow back instantly. Some really great day-by-day contact. I run the Instagram. We do little Photoshops and episode promos. So check out both for a different experience, but equally great. Dan? I'd like to shout out um, Colin Sexton Stan and all the 12-year-olds on Twitter who run fan accounts. Um, you guys are doing a really great job, and I uh, hope you keep listening. And with that, Dan has fought, lost 20 followers already. But, yeah, follow those, both those platforms. Um, I, we don't have Facebook. <laughs> well, um, who's, who uses Facebook anymore? Anyway, as always, you know it's coming up. Uh, any, nah, I think that's all the messages, so you know it's coming up. Have a great week. Stay safe and stay healthy. As always, we hope you enjoy the episode. And goodbye.